multiverse, it is time for Minions and Music! Hey, it's Evil Jeff back on the mic. Welcome in. Minions and Musings. One more time. Let's see what's going on. Been a bit. I was uh, holding off on recording until I received something, and that is the subject of today's podcast. So that's what I want to get into. There are some messages from the last podcast I did. I'll just hold off on those until later. I think there's some messages that came in. So I'll just wait a bit. Um, Maybe I won't wait as long this time uh, to do the next episode, but hey, you know, you get what you get, you get what you pay for. So, what are we going to do here today? Well, what I set out to do was do another review. And this time it is the BX Options Class Builder by the Welsh Piper. I saw this book a while back being advertised and I was like this is something I want. One thing I didn't like about some of the classes that I would see available for BX or somebody said oh BX compatible or Lord compatible or Swords and Wizardry you know things like that. And I want to bring it into BX to give my campaign a little bit more flavor. You know, you know Minion Delta likes to play an Artafi wants to play some Felinid. So, I was like, well, I, I want to make sure that it's not too out of place, you know? I don't want, I guess I do want to have some balance, and you don't want to have something that's overpowered. So, okay, let's see what it's all about. Now, to be fair, the information in here is now uh, an more or less an update and design to be used with old school essentials. Yeah, old school essential, that too. Yeah, by Necrotic Gnome. Um, Welsh Piper, uh, Aaron uh, D. Smale, S-M-A-L-E. I'm not sure how to say his name. This is material that he's done before from his... Uh, welshpiper.com website and briarch.org that information is based off of a article no yeah yeah an article from dragon magazine and it was in the it's like 157 167 163 somewhere in there it's listed on his website so this is not anything new but he's been refining it over and over again apparently the biggest one was dealing with the magic user, and it never would go right. He could figure out all the other stuff, but the magic user was never quite right. Kept working at it, and he's finally come up with the formula and all the bits and pieces that go together. And now he presents this class builder book. So if you're interested in making your own classes... And making sure that they're not going to be too overpowered for the game. 
if you're playing BX, OSE, this is a way to do it. Now, are you? do you have to follow it? No. You, you, you can do whatever you want. But realize that some of this other stuff that we bring in may be too powerful or maybe more powerful than the other classes that we have. And that, to me, that just doesn't sit right. Since Minion Delta had expressed interest in some other sorts of classes, I was like, okay, let's make sure that they're going to fit in there correctly. So I've got the book here. Let's dissect it a little bit and let me tell you about it. The BX Options Class Builder book is available in a PDF format. It is also available from DriveThruRPG in a softbound and a hardbound edition. I went and got the softbound edition. Uh, that was unexpected. Uh, the hardbound was. Uh, I believe when he announced it, he was kind of thinking about it a little bit and decided to pull the trigger. I guess other people had asked him about it, so he went ahead and did that. So what do you get for your money? Well, I've got this nice little softbound book, you know, and if you've gotten drive through RPG stuff before you understand the quality. The size on it is roughly digest size, same as any of your OSE books. It is slightly taller. That's one thing. It's the same width or depth, whichever way you want to look at it, but you're looking at maybe, I don't know, half an inch, a good 1.2, 1.5 centimeters, somewhere in there, extra height on it. So it's not going to stick out too badly if you have it on your bookshelf and everything there. Uh, it's not landscape form. So, you know, good good thing for uh, John Allen Large there. Uh, it is 78 pages of content. Well, no, no, no. 78 pages total. Uh, we do have a page of credits at the very beginning. You've got the OGL at the end. There is your table of contents, and he has an introduction. So take out those four pages, and you've got 74 pages of content. And since we're not talking about a landscape book with gigantic margins and everything, margins are very tame in this one, no more than an inch on the side and everything, and I don't even think it's that. Um, I'm actually going to have to measure this because I'm saying it and I forgot to measure it, so let's see. Let's pause for a second. So we're going to call it three-quarter of an inch on the outer edge about half an inch on the top and bottom and a half inch in the gutter, you know, between the pages there. So what is that? Uh, outer edge is 1.8 centimeter, uh, about a centimeter top, bottom, and gutter for all the metric people out there. So you got a lot of content here. The text is arranged two columns in a page, maybe a half centimeter, you know, quarter inch in between the columns there. Text is nice. The typeface is, uh, to me, it's a little smaller than I would 
want, but it is by no means tiny and going to be hard to read. Uh, for those of us that need to have glasses, it's okay. You probably are going to need to have some light, though, to make sure you see everything fine. Um, nice white paper and everything. Text is black. Uh, headers are blue. And we also have some uh, charts, such, and they're in a nice classic blue, kind of like your modules and everything. Art throughout the piece maybe one or two of them might take up a full half page, but really it's just scattered throughout. Your biggest thing that takes up space are the different uh, progression charts and such for the different classes in there. So you're getting a huge amount of content. There's no skimping on this one. There's no fluffing it up and trying to get the page count up within you know, with extra artwork and everything, this is, let's have information because this is what the people want. So, if that's all your criteria is for getting a book, hey, maybe that's where we need to pause and uh, let you go, go ahead and order it. So, did you order it already? No? You need some more information before you order it? Okay, all right. Anyway, so let what do you get in here? Let's start off at the very beginning. Uh, once you get past your introduction, he goes into the class builder, the point by tool for doing races class, whatever you want to look at it. Uh, talks about how to create classes, and on the next page, you have a sample class XP worksheet. Now, the fact that this is digest size makes it a little difficult, but it is blank. And it says right there, maybe copied for personal use. Hey, all right, put it right in there. At the very beginning, I think I might have would have had it at the end of the book, but okay. Now, I don't, I didn't want to mess up my book. What I did was I looked at it and said, oh, okay, I could do that in Excel. So I made my own little Excel worksheet. So uh, when I want to create a class, I can punch numbers in and have it automatically calculated for me. And from there, I had it uh, extrapolate uh, the progression chart as needed. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. I understand from the author that there is an official one, official tool being made spreadsheet-wise. Now, if he's going to charge for it or anything like that, I don't know. I, I didn't ask that, but somebody who was already working on it, and he was uh, doing that. I think it was on the Discord server. I think it was over on uh, Necrotic Gnome Discord server was where I originally saw that information. So try not to hold me to it too much. Now, after that, he talks about the class abilities, and that's really what it is. Every class, their XP is based on the abilities. The more abilities you have, the more XP you need. I mean, makes sense, I hope. And he breaks it up into three categories. There are basic abilities, so things like prime requisites, hit dice, weapon requirements, armor requirements, saving throws, combat progression. Then there's special characteristics, so, you know, elves and dwarves with infravision, 
or if you can detect secret doors, detect um, traps, you know, what if you get an attack bonus? What about immunity? How about thief skills or using magic items? And there's also restrictions, disadvantages, or limitations, you know, level limit like you have with the elf and the dwarf. Now, remember, this is based on BX, so uh, original level is, or top end level is 14, and that's what the calculations are based off of. If you were playing Beckme, then your calculations are going to be different. But I don't believe it's that much different in there. I think there's just a little bit of a tweak in there. So it shouldn't be too far off if you're using Beckme. But if you're just doing OSEBX, everything will fit in there restriction-wise. So he goes through on the next couple pages listing out the basic abilities and how much it costs XP, special abilities, and has all the ones that are in OSE, and then also some additional ones that he has used. So you'll see this later on in the book for the classes that he creates, and also some options, and then what the restrictions are. And once you go in there and look at that, then it makes a lot of sense as to why some races, some classes, whatever you want to call them, cost more than others. Uh, then there's the base XP level progression chart, and you can see the calculation, how it's based in there, and shows you, if you want to create your own, how to go about it. You know, is your character class that you're creating, is it more of a fighter type? Or is it that its prime requisite includes strength? How about thief? Is it a rogue type or one that prime requisite is dexterity? And that's how the charts are going. So you get that all right there by page 11. So eight pages basically of information laying out how the calculations are done, what the amounts are. So, what's next? The next 54 pages is set up for you to look at all of the classic classes, cleric, dwarf, elf, fighter, halfling, magic user, and thief. You get to see the chart, the uh, worksheet there, so you know how the original classic character, what all the costs were, so you can verify that for yourself. And each one of these classes there has a very beginning part. He's adding some new flavor to it, uh, like random bonuses added in there. And it's usually a D12. Hey, Rob, see, a D12 being used. How about that? And then he lists variants for the class and tells you what to add to the character, what to change, what to remove. So you can do that on the base character. Each of the classes has at least one, I don't know, you want to call it a subclass, variant class that he has done already. And that does list the XP progression, 
saving throw progression and if their spells, how the spells are going. Uh, now, kind of to note a couple things, and and I guess this is kudos to our author here of thinking of how these uh, skills and spells lay out. It did not matter when you got the skill. It did not matter when you started casting spells. It just matters that you have the skills available and that you can cast up to a certain level of spell. That's all the calculations are based on. So, you know, you don't have to, you know, try to shoehorn something in there. So I wanted to look at just a couple of these independent, well, I should say independent of each other, but just look at a couple of these and give you a, a quick thought on them. Under Dwarf, we've got a new class called an Elder. And this is basically the Dwarven Cleric. And only dedicated to a Dwarven Deity. Interesting to add some other flavor here. They renounce their home clan, so they join a clerical clan. So, you know, you're not totally out of the water there. Uh, and they're dedicated to either the full pantheon or... An individual deity. So he's already given us some flavor there, and I guess you could tweak it how you want. And just some quick hits here has a holy symbol and pledged, like the cleric is, cannot turn undead. All right, there we go. Uh, and then after that, let's see, combat, same as whatever your deity wants. So hey, if your deity will use a an axe, well, you get to use an axe. Uh, now, there's one thing that he did put into the cleric as well. Uh, as he said, in spirit, the cleric's prohibition against edge weapons is a balancing factor to limit combat effectiveness. In game, it makes sense, but in practice, you know, really, if you're... A priest of a god of war, uh, you're probably going to use things that are really, really, you know, nasty, cut things apart, etc. So, same idea here for the elder. Um, still has improvision, still has magical research. Um, let's say using magic items can cast spells. So, when you add it all together, what it ends up being is that the elder level progression to go to second level. 2500 XP and the original dwarf is 2200. So we're only adding 300 XP at you know for to go up to second level. Um, going up to third level is 5000. And I don't have the one in front of me for dwarf. <laughs> but you know, okay, so you can see how that works out. Let's see. Fighter uh, fighter actually has 3 Subclasses, I don't know, variants. I haven't decided how I want to call that. One of them is a Berserker. And here, main restriction is that you're not going to be able to wear anything more than leather or furs. Uh, shields have to be leather or furs as well. No missile weapons, but anything else in there. And he lists out the Berserk ability. Uh, there's some uh, restriction. He had, they had an animal totem in here. 
When you go and look at the Berserker, the Berserker costs 2,200 points to go up to second level, whereas your fighter was only 2,000. So, yeah, we're not adding on. And this is balanced out uh, fairly well. You, know, you might not want this Berserker in your party uh, in the early stages there. Um, <laughs> when they are Berserk, let's see, they attack the closest target in melee range, including allies. It makes me wonder, I'm going to have to go back and look at OSE, and what exactly is melee range? Does that mean if he can hit it right then, or is that a move and hit? Because I can just see the, the fun in that. Berserker kills the last creature, and then all of his allies like quickly run away and wait for him to calm down. Which, by the way, he has to roll a 1 on a d6 uh, to control himself at first level. And it takes a full round to try to do that. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, under Magic User, he has his take on the Necromancer and his take on the Sorcerer. And how that works out there. Uh, interesting, I was kind of looking at it. Necromancer here, 2800 XP to go up to second level. The Sorcerer is 2200. Your Magic User is 2500 standard to go up to the second level so huh a little bit different and the way his sorcerer works uh you gain a spell from your patron and i'm trying to remember where that is um right yeah you seek patrons to gain the spell. And that's the only spell you get from the patron. Which, later on you get up to like four, you have four patrons. Now, how you get, I'm, I'd have to really think about that to go about uh, if I'm going to get multiple spells from a patron. But, you know, it's available in there. So, yeah. Good stuff, over 54 pages there. But wait, there's still more. Back part of the book is some appendices. Uh, the first one is a set of D6 thief skills. Uh, and he tells you in the very beginning that it is partially inspired by him uh, doing things, fiddling with stuff, and then him coming across what Dyson did some time back as well. And it's kind of an amalgamation of both of those. Uh, the sec uh, let's see, yeah, appendix B is actually all the class-based XP values in one nice chart right there, so if you want to look at it real quick. Pendency is how to deal with skills. Oh, my goodness, skills. What an evil word. Well, if you have innate skills or learned skills. So if you're trying to understand how the thief skills work, and add in, or you want to add something else in for dwarves or elves or something like that, you know, that's an innate skill that they have. Like dwarves detect, you know, con new construction and shifting floors and all that. Well, that's an innate skill. Elves going by the secret door, innate skill. So, yeah, we do have them in there. It's just other ways that, you know, but he talks about how to go and add that in as the base XP. 
Uh, Appendix D is some equipment, so some additional things to add in there. If you want to put Elven Chain, uh, Lamellar, uh, new weapons like Dart, Blowgun. He's got an Appendix for Spell Failure, if you want to add that in, that looks interesting. Uh, for Barbarians and so forth, you have to have a Home Terrain, so F is a Home Terrain, and some interesting things there. Uh, two of the classes... Beast Talker and Shamans that he created bond with an animal as a spirit guide. So you also get some special abilities from them. And that's uh, Appendix G. And Appendix H is for going beyond 14th level. So these are additional things that you can get. You roll on this little chart here. So it's high level benefits. It's only a D8 chart. But things like additional attacks. Because remember, we don't get those in BX. It's talked about, but it's never, you know, it's always after 14th level, starting at 15th level. So there we go, additional attacks. Uh, if you want to get additional spells or high level spells, you know, there's some additional things. Improve wield, I believe there's a um, weapon bond. One of the fun ones I liked was the high level ability called Walk It Off. The fighter ignores up to one hit point of damage per level against one attack per day. That's cool. <laughs> Get hit. He's like, oh, no. Yeah, kind of reminds me of some of the uh, the old wrestling, you know, WWE, WCW, WWF, all that stuff. Or, uh, I think the, the most famous one to me was the old Hulk Hogan. Get, you know, really beaten down and the crowd starts cheering him up, and then, you know, somebody punches him in the face, and he, like, shakes his head, and they punch him in the face, and he starts getting red-faced looking at him, and hit him again, and then he starts, you know, doing that. That's sort of that whole ignoring damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling's fake and everything. Uh, you go get body slammed. You go jump off of those top ropes and hit somebody and land and not hurt yourself. Yeah. You come back and tell me how much that doesn't sting a little bit. I'll wait for you to come back and tell me that. So, uh, say those guys aren't athletes. I'm pretty certain, on average, they work out more than anybody listening to this podcast or anybody producing this podcast. So, there that is. So, yeah, a good appendix and everything. Some nice little stuff in here. So, what's the final result? I believe this is a great book to get. I recommend if you do not have it, I really re do recommend getting it. Now, I went ahead and did some of my own uh, checking out. Let's see if it does work and looking at some other um, classes that I have used in my games. So, want to see how that would work. And I I decide that I'm going to go ahead and do that next time. So I'll talk about some of the classes that I made, see how they stack up using this class builder. Um, maybe I'll go find some other material that I can test it out against. See how well it integrates into BX, etc. there. So yeah, 
anyway, if, if you don't have this book, recommend getting it. Get the PDF. Um, if you got to have a print, you know, do so. Uh, but yeah, I, I really do recommend getting this so you can tweak things for your BX OSE campaign. Maybe you've got character, uh, character classes that you've already done. Hey, let's get them in alignment here with everything else. And no, not alignment as in lawful, neutral, chaotic. This is not, you know, keep off the keep off the borderlands. You keep that discussion over there, not over here. So, anyway, that's the end of that. Next time, I will basically run through it myself and give us several examples so you can kind of get a basic feel for it. Other than that, appreciate you listening in. Be safe. We'll see you later.